Lancelot, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday night. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon is producing this mess and joining me as always. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds of degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother bride, Darren the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> well, I, you know, I hate doing this, but I also love it. And we're going to make a habit of it, betting or recording while we're betting big games. Um, we're going to be doing it all football season long on Spotify Live. We'll be checking in during the fourth quarter of the early games or the late afternoon games or the night game, whatever it is. Uh, we'll put it all out there. We'll be watching with you and you'll be able to take calls. We'll be able to take calls. Not exactly tonight, but I do have the Mets tied to everything, Brother <laughs> Bride. The Grom, a huge favorite, minus 460. And I don't know, the Harry, the, the stat you sent out said this is the biggest, they are the biggest favorite since 2019 when someone was 418. Like, okay, well, that's even bigger than, yeah, but that's even bigger than four. You have to go back further, <laughs> don't you? Uh, that didn't make any sense. Yeah. I didn't make it up. No, I know you didn't. I, 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 listen, I'm rooting for your Mets too, Sal. I'm going for four to be 4-0 this week on uh, Extra Points video. All right. They're the largest single game favorite since 2019 when the Astros closed at minus 418. Yeah, okay. Well, but they're they're bigger than a lot of other favorites that 418 and and less. Uh so anyway, what is it? Parlicate, I know you have them. You had to bet them minus two and a half runs to get even, right? Pretty much, yeah. Minus two and a half. And look at now we're sitting at zero zero. That's <laughs> you know, they put a couple hits on the board early here, but uh Boy, oh boy, as I said in my write-up, I mean, it's DeGrom versus uh, this kid from Colorado who's probably given up more runs this year than, uh, than DeGrom's given up in his whole career. So Feltner, Feltner, uh, he's given up two hits through two innings, and DeGrom uh, now has a no-hitter through with three strikeouts through two innings. But, uh, yeah, so I did something crazy. I had not seen this before. I bet under Rockies two runs because I'm like, I'm sick of this crap. I'm sick of the Mets not hitting for uh, DeGrom. Um, I get it. He should blow by everyone. The risk is, well, the risk is he has a normal game and gives up two runs in six innings, or they just take him out after five innings. Uh, and you know, anything's possible. He's thrown, what is it? 29 pitches through two. Sorry. That's not a bad pace. Uh, he's still pitching in the third inning. So anyway, under two runs though, I'll take two, nothing. Lugo gives up one in the eighth and Diaz shuts him down. But anyway, I haven't, I have it. I have it tied to everything. I have it tied to Nebraska Saturday, Scheffler to win the whole thing. Lots of uh, nonsense going on. So I'll be checking in there. It's Thursday night. By the time you listen to it, it'll be long settled. Um, what won't be settled is the NFC South or the NFC West. We're going to preview both divisions. We've done every other division, all six others. We did the five major conferences last week for college. These guys have their sharp tank picks for the weekend. Let's get it going right now. NFC South. Tampa Bay Bucks, 11 and a half. The under is minus 145. I don't know. Listen, uh, we've gotten bitten on the ass so many times with the Buccaneers betting against them, but not a great offseason for them. Granted, it could have been much worse if Tom Brady doesn't come back. But if you look at it now, he is back and that offensive line is not. So I think they're going to have to change the scheming for this team to win. And I don't know. I mean, geez, if it was 11, I'd be like, all right, that's probably a push. But 11 and a half, you have to get 12 to go over. I know Todd Bowles is in. That's a question mark. You know, say what you will uh, about the change right there up top with Arians. But Bowles is a question mark as a, a first year coach. Uh, they lose Kappa. Like I said, the offensive line uh, guard went to Cincy. 
Um, you know, Gronk is gone. Um, Dominican Sue, no big deal. Le'Veon Bell, some of these guys, whatever. JPP is gone. Richard Sherman. Uh, they trade for Shaq Mason as a top five guard last year, but really just guys going down. Ryan Jensen getting hurt. And another guard getting hurt. They add Julio Jones and Russell Gage. That'll help Brady offensively for sure. Akeem, Nick, Akeem Hicks signs defensive end for Chicago. Signs a one-year deal. That's fine. Uh, like I said, Shaq Barrett, red chip linebacker in there. Devin White, you don't have to worry too much about that defense. Vita Vea, uh, another red chip nose tackle. You can't run against him. Always tough to run against his team. Uh, and Antoine Winfield, another ranked uh, strong safety, 23 years old. In the draft, they get Logan Hall, a defensive lineman. Big guys, 280 from Houston. Um, they get another guard. I don't know. It's just so questionable. Their line, their offensive line. And uh, Parley Kid, I know I can't complain too much about uh, how a team is going to pull it off winning without an offensive line after Tyron Smith goes down. But fourth toughest schedule with Green Bay and Kansas City at home. I'm going under. I think this is a 10 and 7 Bucks team. Harry, take it away. I think you agree with me. I'm with you, Sal. Uh, Tampa Bay, you know, they're going to win the games they're supposed to. And Brady doesn't care where they're seeded in the playoffs. He knows they can win anywhere. So 11 wins, I think, is solid for the and the division would be just fine with all the veterans on that team. Uh, the Bucs, um, you mentioned, scored some nice free agents in the offseason. Rudolph, Jones, Gage. Just don't know how effective Jones will be for the entire season. Mentioned a little bit of the schedule too, Sal. Tough first four games to the mm -hmm. season at Dallas. Um, and that should have been a loss for Tampa Bay in the opener last year. Uh, they do play New Orleans in the second. I don't know about New Orleans so much uh, as the whole season goes by, but Brady is 0-4 in a Tampa Bay uniform mm -hmm. against the Saints with eight total picks. And then you mentioned Green Bay and Kansas City after that. Also have Cincy, Baltimore, San Fran. Tons of talent on this team, but I just don't think they give it all to get to like 12, 13 wins. 11 would be just fine, winning the division, and move on to the playoffs. That's all Brady wants. Yeah, I saw 10-7. and 11-6 uh, still get you under, so I'm going under here. Like you said, ton of uh, tough games on that schedule right there. Five primetime games. Obviously they want Brady as much as they can open against Dallas. Uh, big game coin flip game. Although I guess they're favored uh, even being on the road. So I'm going to go under there. Harry is going under. Uh, you know what? Let's do the saints next eight and a half is the over under and the under leaning heavy towards minus minus one twenty five. They were nine and eight last year. I like them as 10 and seven. Now, again, you don't know what you're getting with Todd Bowles. You don't know what you're getting with Dennis Allen. They're first year coaches. They're at the top of the division. Now we coached 12 years with New Orleans. I definitely lost money with Dennis Allen over the years, but they extend Jameis. They add Tyron Matthew. Um, they add the Jets safety there. Marcus, Marcus May, Jarvis Landry. You know, I think they had a good off season uh, aside from Jameis rolling his ankle and what what else do we have? We heard that Alvin Kamara is not going to be suspended. I'd like to hear a little more about this Chris Olave um, because I think they got a nice receiving core. Michael Thomas, a little bit of a setback. But once those guys are in place, you got a nice top-ranked offense, I think, going in. Already a good defense. Lattimore, third-ranked quarterback. Tyron Matthew, as I said, an eighth-ranked eighth uh, uh, strong safety. You got Denario Davis is top five ranked linebacker. Cam Jordan is a red chip defensive end. They have a top five defense, as I said. Again, uh, in the draft, Olave, they got this guy, Trevor Penning. They gave up a lot for those two picks. Um, three ones, a two, and two threes for those two uh, first rounders. 
They open at Atlanta, Tampa Bay, and at Carolina. They're in London against Minnesota week four. That's a fun game. I mean, that might be one of the best games we've uh, sent overseas for sure. Week four through nine, they have five of six at home. You know, starting week six, then seven of eight versus playoff teams. It gets a little tough. But as Harry said, 4-0 against the Bucs. I expect them to at least split, at least at worst split. 10-7 and seven is what I have for the Saints tied with the Bucs. And we'll get to the tiebreaker who wins the division in a minute. Brother Bry, you're going over also. Yeah, I was originally thinking under here, um, but I do like the over. I mean, I will say it could go south a few ways, right? If Winston reverts to being a turnover machine, maybe Dennis Allen just really sucks as a head of coach. You know, I saw that as a Raider fan. Or, you know, when you look at the middle of their schedule too, it's 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 very tough. But mm-hmm. like you said, though, this team has increased their skill positions drastically more than any other team, right? You went from no receivers last year to Thomas Landry Olave. That's very good. The offensive line might be a little bit worse, but supposedly they really like that Penning kid uh, that you mentioned that they drafted mm-hmm. in the first round. The thing with this team is defensively, they were great. They're going to continue to be really good. Um, you know, I think when, again, when you look at the week six to 13, if they can somehow get through that unscathed a little bit, or even if they break even in some of those games, you know, I, I think this is a, I don't know how high their number they could get to, but I do like them to get to uh I do like them at nine and eight, maybe, maybe 10 and seven, like you're saying. Yeah. All right. So I have them a log jam there with the bucks at 10 and seven. Now the Panthers, I don't know. It seems like everyone's either going big on the saints or big on the Panthers to compete with the bucks uh, who have some question marks going into this season. Um, I, I like both, especially if, you know, I don't think the Panthers make a playoff run. I have them at eight and nine, which is well over the six and a half. I think this is a very low over under and you get under is minus 125. So you have juiced up odds on over six and a half. Matt rules third year. They signed Baker Mayfield. That's fun. He starts week one over uh, Darnold. Um, you know, they add Xavier Woods, uh, safety from Minnesota, gave him a three year deal. Uh, who else? Oh, our buddy Johnny Hecker is on the team now. Um, they lose Hassan Reddick. They lose Stefan Gilmore. They lose Cam Newton. No big deal. Their offensive line was bad last year, but also, they had bad luck. So if you have a, a healthy Christian McCaffrey, obviously it helps. Uh, they took the offensive tackle from the NC State, and people love They say his reel is O-line porn, watching him uh, just knock out <laughs> blockers out of the way. Uh, there you go. That's what I like. Corral's out now, right? He's out for the year? Yeah. He busted up his foot? That's a bummer. Liz, that was Liz the third Frank. round pick. Liz yeah. Frank. They open uh, the Liz Frank. Yeah, that's uh, the Liz Frank tour. They open versus Cleveland. They're at the Giants, New Orleans, and Arizona. Could get an easy start. Their extra games are at the Giants, at Seattle, and Detroit. So it doesn't get a lot easier than that in terms of extra games. Only one prime time against Atlanta. Yuck. But either way, I'm going over. Parley Kid, you have this one, right? You have it over? Yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm all over the over mm-hmm. and Carolina this season. Um, we know they've underachieved under Matt Rule so far um, during his tenure there. Uh, I think I was on them too last year, uh, but they've revamped the offensive line, like you said, uh, including uh, super stud rookie uh, Aquanu there in the draft. Fantastic young player. They have what could potentially be an elite secondary, even though they lost Gilmore. Um, their secondary is very, very good. Uh, so those two things are big pluses. Their wide receiving core of Moore, Anderson, and Terrence Marshall could be better than what people think it is. I think that's a pretty good core of of wide receivers mm-hmm. to team with 
And the biggest question is if, if McCaffrey can play most of the season, and he's due to play a stretch of games here. He really is. He's the difference maker. This team could go well over six and a half wins if McCaffrey is healthy. I'm banking on it because I have to bank on it here. Four out of their first five games are home, like you said. They could get off to a really fast start here. And Baker's got a lot to prove uh, to himself and to the league. And I think he I think he does it. I really think Baker is going to have a very good year. Take the over. This is a gift. I think this over six and a half is a gift we're being given here. Take it. I'm with the parlay kid. I think this is a gift. And especially they'll get off to a good start, right? So if you have over six and a half, I have them as four and one. Winning four of those first five games you talked about. Problem is it gets a little stiff at the end there. They're at Baltimore, they have Denver, and then they end with at Tampa Bay and at New Orleans. So that's that's those are like amongst their last seven or so yeah. games. But they're gonna make things interesting. I, Carolina made things interesting last year, right? Weren't they three and oh? Wasn't um Darnold the leading rusher in the league after three games or something? So this is kind of what they do. Um, we were making fun of Harry, and then he turned out to be 100% correct on that. So we apologize, as always, Harry. I feel like we're always apologizing to you. All right, Atlanta Falcons. Here's a team I don't think anyone likes, uh, not even the owner. Um, Arthur Smith is the coach, second-year coach. Uh, big news is they trade Ryan to the Colts, Matt Ryan, for a third-round pick. They still have to eat about $40 million. I don't know if this team's going anywhere. Everyone's excited about a highlight touchdown from you know, Kyle Pitts. Big deal against the Jets. Kyle Ridley is suspended for gambling. They add Mariota. I think people were a little excited about Mariota. I'd much rather see the rookie in there, see what he has. You know, Desmond Ritter, third-round pick. Drake London's in, um, already injured, first-round pick wide receiver. So they're tough. I mean, they only had 18 sacks last year. We all know it. We all bet the Falcons and we all lose with them and we all bet against them and we lose that way too. Somehow they were seven and 10. Um, and they're over under there's only four and a half. And I I'll give them a slight nod to the over, but I think this is a stay away. Mostly I have them at five and 12, uh, parlay kid. You have them over as well. <laughs> Sal, you're, you're spot on in this, your analysis here with this team, Thank the, you. the toughest team, I think, out of all the picks I've made, this is the one I struggled with the most because, one, no matter which way I ever go with Atlanta, they they get me no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I think one of the upsides here with Marcus Mariota taking over is, one, if the line isn't great and he does have some running ability. Two, he knows Smith's offense. He played with them in Tennessee. The only thing that worries me is that he wasn't good enough to start over Tannehill yeah. in Tennessee under Smith, but now he's there. So I don't know what Smith really thinks about him, but they bought him in and he does know what Smith requires. And he, he I think Mariota, uh, I'm glad he's going to get a shot here. I think he's been waiting for his shot to, to start some games. And I think he's going to be okay. Pitts is an emerging star on offense. AJ Terrell is an emerging star on defense. He's a lockdown guy. Yep. Um, I like to said uh, the slimmest of margins this team gets to five I have uh, but I am uh, not super confident in it at all but I'm gonna take the over yeah I mean there are just some games that are just too easy that you got to think they'll win most of them I mean they're at Seattle who I think is going to be bottom of the basement uh same with Chicago they have them right yeah they have them later in the in the year I mean, you know they're home against Pittsburgh. 
home against Carolina. Depends what you want to do with that. So I don't know. I have them uh, getting five by accident and who knows what happens towards the end of the year. All right, let's go through our division bets here. So how do they have it laid out here? So of course, Tampa is the favorite, big, big favorite minus two seventy five. Is that what it is? Harry two seventy five to win this division. That's insanity. Very high. Well, 270, 275. New Orleans, three to one. Carolina, 15 to one. Atlanta, 30 to one. I'm going New Orleans. This is my big swing. I think this is my big. Well, actually, the Raiders I picked was seven to one. New Orleans, three to one to win this division. As Harry said, four and oh against Tampa Bay. Uh, uh, weaker schedule, uh, um, arguably a better defense. And I think they get the offense together. And I'm rooting for the, uh, well, I'm betting on the rookie coach or uh, he's coached there for 12 years, but this is his first year as head coach right there. Uh, New Orleans, three to one. I think I'm the only one taking it. Harry, you got the Bucks. Bryce got the Bucks. Parley kids got the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, the Bucks were second in total offense last year. Uh, again, it, the offense, uh, it's going to be hard to trust Mariota in the offense with a new team in Atlanta. Same goes Darren. I hear what you're saying about Baker, but still going to be very tough to trust him too. Team has a top five defense. They were in top 10 in points allowed, uh, rushing yards against sacks, picks last year. Linebacker Shaq Barrett doesn't get enough credit. This guy's unbelievable. Last three years, 38 sacks. Love their secondary, too, of Dean and Davis and Winfield. You mentioned Sal. Plus, they added Logan Ryan from the Giants, who had a nice season last year. I think they got one of the best secondaries in the league. I think Tampa wins this going away. All right, Parley Kid, is this closest division or? Um, well, so I, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I have Carolina coming in second in this division. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a little surprised you're rolling with Winston over Brady. I think at the end of this season, you're going to say, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. What was I thinking? I, I think Carl that's one of these Mahomes. picks. I took Carl and I know, over Mahomes I know and you over Herbert. normally yeah. have a very hard time with this South division. Yeah, both um, of them. With these teams. <laughs> um <laughs> But I know, you know, this minus 270 with Tampa Bay is just a, not a pretty number. It's laying so much. But I'm just not going to bet against Brady against any of these other quarterbacks in this division. Uh, and, until Brady says it's time, uh, I'm, right. I'll be rolling with Brady. Bri, I know, you listen, I, I do this and then, you know, I took the Packers because I'm like, I don't care who's playing offensive line. It doesn't matter. Aaron Rodgers, if he has two quarter quarter of a second he gets a ball out you could probably guess the same for Brady um but I don't I don't think it completely falls apart I think they're a playoff team but I'm taking the Saints to win the division you're going sticking with Tampa yeah I'm sticking with Tampa but I'll tell you I'm not gonna I would not bet the Bucks here I don't think right away I don't think I'd take them at the minus 270 to start because right. those four first four t- I mean call. you're going at Dallas at Saints we could saw what's happened two. to the Saints yeah right and then you're home against Green Bay home against Kansas City I mean that's tough and now you That's you know with brutal. Brady just not being involved this this offseason pretty much or even this training camp right new coach Jensen being out I mean when your center is out you know it's tough worse is banged up so um I think that what'll happen is I think they'll for sure go on a run here but I think it might take them a few games to get you know up and running so I would I would probably wait cuz the Saints have a much better chance of starting off better yeah. so I'd well, wait they can, and then then jump on Tampa. Yeah, because yeah, if they go to Atlanta and win the Saints, and then they win at home, they're two and zero against Tampa, potentially zero and two. God willing, Dallas takes care of business. Then you're down to probably minus one fifty or closer to even to win the division. Whereas I don't think they could be minus four hundred after two games. Uh, you know, the Saints are definitely win 
one of those. All right, so there you go. There's a division pick. And right now it's time for our Buffalo Wild Wings spicy pick of the day. All right, you're going to give me your NFC South bonus props, team props, and I'm going to grade them based on Buffalo Wild Wings hotness scale. Harry, start us off. Okay, well, guys, look, I'm not that high on the Saints as like you and you and uh, you are and Brian are, Sal, but I'm going to say no playoffs for the Saints at minus 144. Aww. They opened with three straight division games. Then they got to go to London to take on my boy Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. They also have Cincy, Las Vegas, Baltimore Rams, San Francisco on the schedule. I know they they're two uh, they're four and zero against Tampa Bay the last two years, but still got to play Tampa twice. Um, still. No one is sure how effective and how available Michael Thomas would be. Uh, Winston dealing with a foot injury, had the ACL injury last season, too. So if he goes down, I just don't have a lot of faith in the Saints offense overall. I don't really love it. And I don't think they make the playoffs at minus 140. I don't like that. I mean, of course, I like them to win the division. (laughs) So they have to make the playoffs. And you say three division games they start with. It's not like they're in the AFC West. They're not that good of a division. I understand, but still games. division. Then you got to go to London. I don't know. All right. All right. Listen, just, uh, I am going to have to grade this. Yes, I'm going to grade this. Uh, me, I don't want mild. You don't want mild? <laughs> I'll bet I give you pizza. Pizza is actually a flavor on the really? uh, scale. Yeah, pizza. It's it's not hot. It's, you know, about four or five from the bottom. Pizza. Yeah, I'm going go, tonight Harry. then. I didn't got, know that. I'm going tonight. Pizza There's wings. There's a pizza. There's a pizza way. Interesting. Instead of just pizza and wings, you're getting pizza flavored wings. All right. We're going to have to try that. All right. Uh, I got to try kid. Actually, Brother Bry, start us off. Harry likes New Orleans, no playoffs. You like them. What, what do you like for New Orleans? Yeah, this is weird. I, I found this recently on FanDuel, but I'm going to go with New Orleans to give up the least amount of points at plus 900. Hmm. They say seed seed the least amount of points, I guess, because often, I guess if you give up a pick or something like that, it's, you know, it still counts against you. Right. It's, um, but the saints are loaded defensively, right? Gave up the fourth fewest points last season. They gave up 10 points or less in five games. You know, you remember down the stretch, right? How weird that Tampa game was when they shut them out. Nine, nothing, probably Mm -hmm. the weirdest game of the season, but they were phenomenal. Cam Jordan's still one of the best. Davenport continues to get better year after year. You know, you add, like you said earlier, you add Marcus May, you add Tyron Matthew to the back end. That helps you a lot. And then I do think offensively, I think they should be a little bit better. They should extend drives a little bit more. That should be better for their defense. So when I look at it, you find nine to one to give up the least amount of points. I uh, I thought that was pretty good value. I think it's good value too. And on the hotness scale, I would consider it close to the top. Mango habanero. Mm, nice. Hotter Ooh. than pizza, Harry. Mango <laughs> habanero. All right. Paula Kitts, see if you could beat mango habanero. I can't, I like what Brian is saying there. I really do. Um, but yeah, so I debated this because at first I was going to take Carolina to make the playoffs at plus 400. But I do think it's going to require 10 wins to make the playoffs. So why not go over nine and a half wins for mm. Carolina at plus 500? Christian McCaffrey stays healthy. He's going to be in the MVP conversation this year. I know a lot of running backs don't get uh, that type of talk, but when he's catching 70, 80 passes, maybe 90 passes out of the backfield and also rushing for about 1,500 yards, he's going to be in that conversation. This Panthers team, led by Baker Mayfield, is going to shock people this year. Mm. Let's take the Carolina Panthers over nine and a half wins at plus 500. Wow. 
Wow. All right. Plus 500 is a nice value for that. I have them winning eight games, so I can't go too crazy arguing against over nine and a half. But all in all, I think they're going to be a flash in the pan team, maybe five and two in their first seven. Then they go away a little. Parlay Kid, I will put you up there as Asian Zing. Asian Zing (laughs) is your spiciness factor right there. All right. All right. You'll take it. Hey, www.buffalowildwings.com slash fantasy. Yes. Schedule all your fantasy drafts at Buffalo Wild Wings. Sign up right now. Blazing wings, Harry. Can you eat six blazing wings? You think? Of course. Of course. You think you can? Easy. It's not even on the scale. It's higher. Wait, wait. We got to do this then. We got to do this. I'm up in Oneonta, New York right now, yeah. right next door to Buffalo Wild Wings. When I was here last year, mm-hmm. my uh, son Matthew's roommate, Moses, took that challenge. Really? They Did had it. him. Took care. He, he took he took it down. He they gave him like a like a bandana or something. Yeah, he, he was sweating right? yeah. bullets. Uh, they give you something. Uh-huh. I forget, maybe it was a t-shirt, even. He was sweating bullets really? after. Harry's stomach. He's the lining in his stomach might be right, has been you might be eroded right. throughout the years. Yeah, that's true. There's no way that he could handle that heat. There's that's no way. Uh, yeah, I like that. I, I'm sensing another bout of diverticulitis for Harry. <laughs> Whatever. Good point. Bro. Whatever <laughs> it takes. <laughs> Whatever it takes. I like that. Well, Harry, you'll try the pizza wing, and then we'll do you. You know, we'll hit you up with the That'll six uh, free blade. I mean, it's free. What what, are you, what don't you like about free? By the way, uh, before we jump uh, a break, you know, so we, we did this baseball bet. We bet the Yankee fans against the Met fans. It was me against everybody on this podcast, plus uh, Eddie Spaghetti, um, you know, Babyface Joel Solomon, Mikey Meatballs was involved, and we split. Mets and Yankees split the four-game series, and the run differential turned out exactly even. It was 13 to 13, so we didn't know what to do. So I was like, you know what? Let's all eat a Reggie bar. Reggie Jackson had a candy bar in the late 70s. It was good. It was chocolate. It was peanuts. It was caramel. I was like, let's see if there are any out there. And Babyface, you found them on – is he still here? You found them on eBay, right? Mikey Meatballs found them, (laughs) but – uh, okay. I, I don't want to take credit for that, but yes, you were kind enough to take the next step. Yeah. So how oh. much did they want? They wanted like $3,900 for these. Oh, it's like a like. box of Reggie bars. It was like 20, 24 Reggie bars for $3,900. Right. 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 Which I, I forget the exact math, but you know, if you, it was $4,500, but once you do the, the division, it's only like 110 a bar, which isn't terrible. That's right. Okay. It was 4,500 <laughs> and still is 4,500. Right. And then, so I was like, all right, this is stupid. Um, I'm going to bid $200. It's not even a signed box. It's not even like Reggie Jackson signed the box. It's just old shitty candy. That's going to make us sick. So how, how crazy <laughs> am I going to go bidding on this? So I bid $200. They came back with $39.95. Um, <laughs> and then I came back with $225. And I haven't heard from them since. So we're a little bit away. <laughs> we're a little bit far. Uh, we're about $3,700. But these these have been frozen, Michael, since 1978? According to the listing, <laughs> it says they've been in the freezer since 1978. Yes. So I guess that wouldn't... I don't know what it would do to us. I, it's the it's the milk chocolate, right, Parley Kid? You're a health teacher. Would yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, if they've been frozen, I, I guess... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, better than not being frozen. Right. I and mean, these are the same bars that actually ended up on the field more than that ended up in people's mouths. Uh, uh, I know we should have saved at Yankee them. Stadium uh, yep. 40, you know, five years ago. So uh, I so don't crazy. I don't know. 
I, I, mean, I think there's enough preservatives in this thing that it would keep us alive. And uh, it's just a milk chocolate. But if it's frozen, as, as it claims to be, all right, Harry, so you got a lot ahead of you. You got these blazing wings. And if I win this bid, I'm very close. I'm only $3,700 off. You, if I win, uh, we're all waiting. You, this, are, right, baby you, you are a shrewd negotiator. I feel like this is like, That's right. like we should take him to arbitration <laughs> and you're negotiating against Brian Cashman. That, I want to know if anyone buys this from him. I mean, I guess he doesn't care. I'll just keep it on uh, for another 10 years. But um, so there you go. Meanwhile, Parley kid, we're doing all right here. Uh, Pete hit a two run homer. We scratched out a run before that. I know. Don't jinx yourself. Don't make me say it. I don't care. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. DeGrom hasn't given up a hit. They're in the fourth (laughs) inning. Three nothing. We'll take it. I just got Rockies under two. Watch them fucking game. watch them win eight three now. That's what's gonna happen. All right, let's take a quick <laughs> break. We'll be right back and do the NFC West. All right, so there's the South for you. We're back NFC West now. Um, it's supposed to go Rams. It's supposed to go Niners, Arizona, then Seattle. Let's uh, hit them up in that order. Rams over under is ten and a half. I'm going over, but let me tell you something. I. I I could be talked out of this. Well, not that Rams over. I still think they're going to win 11 games. But as far as winning the division, it might be closer than I first anticipated. Sean McVay, sixth year, 62 and 29. They extend Aaron Donald. And he celebrates by swinging helmets at everybody. Um, you know, once again, they do it every year. They get the top defensive free agent. Every single year, money doesn't seem to matter. There you go. They get the top. Although I guess they they were out without first two draft picks this year. So that's where it gets them. But Bobby Wagner's now on the team. Third leading tackler in 2021. Had 170 tackles. They signed Allen Robinson. What a crew that could be, right? Cup, Robinson. They t- talk about Odell coming back. Pretty good. Robert Woods is gone. He was injured anyway. They sent him to the Titans. He was a big factor in the beginning of the year. But they won without him. They lose Von Miller. They lose Darius Williams, the number two cornerback in the league, um, by PFF's uh, implications, to the Jags. That's Sebastian Joseph, who everybody loves, plugging up that defensive line for the Chargers. He is gone. Like I said, Odell, there's talking, he's looming. Whitworth retires. Still have Ramsey, the number one cornerback. Um, they get a guard out of Wisconsin with their third round pick, but they lost their first two. Um, they open versus Buffalo and versus Atlanta. They end with Denver at the Chargers and at Seattle. The three extra games are tough. Buffalo, Dallas, and at Green Bay. They have 10 games at SoFi. How does this happen? Nine home games. Oh, nine home games plus the Chargers. Is that how it happened? I guess that's it. NFC has nine that's home That's correct. Games. So, uh, I, I don't know. I like them. I'm not buying into the, you know, I'm not buying into the elbow injury we could say this, you know, had it last year, but I go back and forth with the Rams. I really do. Like, you know, you could say Stafford, everything had to be perfect. And Cooper Cup had to get every single yard out of his record breaking year for them to win the Super Bowl. Right. They could have lost to the 49ers. They could have lost to Tampa Bay. Cup just took over those games, made it nice and easy for Stafford. I still think they win 11 games. I'm going over 10 and a half, but it's probably a stay away. Um, what do you have it here? Probably kid. You have them over as well. Yeah, I have them over. So I like the Rams. Um, I like, you know, you and I have been on the Rams for a couple of years now. Uh, I think McVeigh is an excellent coach. I stated that many, many times. Um, there since McVeigh has taken over they're 22 and 11 in the division. 
Hmm. Yet they struggle with the 49ers. So it's kind of strange right. uh, that that seems to happen. They dominate the Cardinals. They dominate the Seahawks. Uh, Allen Robinson, big pickup uh, for this team. Uh, he kind of replaces Odell. Odell was very good uh, for them down the stretch. But Robinson uh, might even be better. Van Jefferson is kind of emerging as a number three. And Cooper Cup, uh, to me, was the league MVP last year. What a season he had. Mm. And I don't see what's going to slow him down. What's going to what's really going to slow him down? He knows how to get open and he's got fantastic hands. Uh, I, I hugged him. I hugged him at the NFL honors when that didn't even right. slow him down. If anything was going <laughs> to slow him down, it'd be me, but no, I couldn't do it. That's you couldn't you couldn't stop him, Sal. No. How, what would you say? How big? How much did he weigh? How big? How thick was he? Pretty uh, thick? I didn't really lift him. I should have lifted him. You're right. If I could do it all over again, but uh, I don't know. I was uh, just so delighted that I won money on a futures bet that um, it didn't even matter. <laughs> just wanted to <laughs> that was a good moment. Yeah, that was a really good moment. Uh, we got Acres uh, back. Cam Acres mm-hmm. uh, uh, back in the backfield for the Rams. I think he's an upgrade over uh, what they had last year. Uh, I think this and their defense. We know. You know, between uh, Aaron Donald and and Ramsey, they have some of the most uh, elite players uh, on that side of the ball as well. Picking up tackling machine Bobby Wagner, uh, maybe a little long in the tooth, but the guy still tackles people. He's a winning player. Yeah. This Ram team's goes they go over ten and a half here, Sal. 11, possibly 12 wins. Does Donald, this will be older news by the time this runs. Does he get, does he imagine getting suspended in the preseason? That's so dumb. Is he going to have to yeah, sit I, a game here? I Sw- think they said the NFL does not get involved in right, the practice. It's the clubs. Stuff. Oh, that's so, so the that's club really could, stupid. But wow. They're not going to do that. Can you bring a gun? Can you bring a gun the, to these, these guys, scrimmages? So you know what? <laughs> if the NFL never <laughs> these guys gets involved. get into fights with each other during practice, right? Yeah, I know. So what's the difference? Just with another team, I just, right? I mean, it was, helmet it was ugly. It was ugly. Thing. It yeah. was. Right. I it shouldn't know. happen. All right. Well, that's a tough one against the uh, the Bills to start off anyway. But anyway, I have them too at 11 wins. Now, the 49ers. Here's why I think I may have undercounted. It's such a wild card with the Shanahan, right? I feel like you go back and forth hating, not you, anybody particular, but he's the coach that everyone yeah. goes back and forth between. He stinks and he's great. He's a genius. He shouldn't be coaching. This is his sixth year. He's 43 and 44. They're over under his nine and a half, by the way, the Niners. They were 10 and seven last year. As you said, they made the playoffs. They were close to advancing uh, past the Rams. I think like Jimmy G was like one for six in his last six passes in that game. They could have saved. I'm not sure how the math works. I think they could still save $14 million by cutting Jimmy G next week. Um, They've decided they're going with Trey Lance. Shanahan does seem to make whoever's out there Decent enough, right? He's not going to be the problem. They add Traverius Ward, the cornerback from Kansas City, give him $41 million. He's been good. Uh, big upgrade from Josh Norman for sure. They lose Lakin Tomlinson to the Giants. Kawan Williams, they pick up the cornerback for Denver. Uh, Mostert, Sanu, Alex Mack, all uh, Mack retired. They lose Mostert and Sanu. You know, obviously, Debo ran, caught, had some offseason difficulty. I don't want to run the ball anymore. They signed him to an extension. I think they're going to get the best out of him. Defensive end, you got Bose as a blue chipper. Eric Armstead is uh, also a defensive tackle. They combined for 11 quarterback hits. Fred Warner's great as a linebacker, number four ranked. Terrific coverage linebacker. Um, the team had 12 sacks in the playoffs. They're pretty good. They're tough to bet against. I know that. They lo- love drafting running backs. They took Sermon last year, Elijah Mitchell, 
uh, the year before. And then they now they take this uh, price, Davis Price, out of uh, LSU. You know one or two or all three are going to be solid. They open at Chicago, Seattle, and at Denver. They're out of games of Miami, Washington, and at Chicago. They go six weeks without a road game. I think this is a favorable schedule, including Arizona and Mexico City. Uh, I'm giving the 49ers 10 wins, 10 and 7. Brother Bry, you like them under. Well, it's funny. I I, I could change this mid-sentence as of doing this. I, yeah. I liked them a lot last year, I, but although I'm still shocked that they had a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was shocking to me. I do think... You know, schedule start you like you said. Schedule is pretty easy. I mean, in terms of how it starts off, the the first six games to them are key. It seems like they have four gimmies, although they could get tripped up right before the first six are on the road. But the middle of the schedule, even though they have a bunch of home games in there, is tough from week seven to fourteen. Yeah, when you when you look at that uh, that grouping of Casey uh, teams. Rams, but, Chargers, Arizona, New Orleans. Yeah, it's tough. Tampa's in there. Yeah, all the way, yeah, to Tampa. So, you know, this pretty much comes down to Trey Lance, though, right? Will they mm-hmm. allow him to run a ton? I mean, this could be like early years of Kaepernick for them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just haven't seen it yet. And this team had a ton of success. You know, it doesn't seem like it, but they did win a lot of games with Jimmy G. They have been awful without Jimmy G. I know it's not the same, right, because they've had some backup shittier quarterbacks in there. Uh, but you know, you look at their injuries too. Uh, offensive line, the middle of the offensive line is pretty bad right now. Um, so I don't know. To, to me, out of all the teams I think I've done, I think this is the toughest one. Mm-hmm. I, wa- I think I wanted to go over. I started looking at it a little bit more, and I'm going to say that they finish uh, nine and eight. All right. Uh, moving on to the Cardinals. Now, I have them at a solid eight and nine, and I could go lower than that. Their over under is eight and a half. I think it's under. It could be seven. Could be some people like really bad. I don't think they had a great offseason. Now they extended Kyler Murray. I guess that's what they had to do. But they also embarrassed him, right? They they you could tell they don't believe him. They gave him a homework assignment and then they took it away. But the damage was done. This team, you know, it is what it is with Cliff Kingsbury. 24, 25, and one. This is his fourth year. They started 10 and 2 last year. Then they ended up 11 and 6. Uh, it's kind of the same thing every year. And now Hopkins, right before we heard Hopkins got suspended six games, they went and traded for Marquise Brown, which didn't make sense, giving up a one for Marquise Brown. I didn't think at least. But then you announced that uh, Hopkins is suspended. So they lose him for six games. They lost a bunch in free agency. Christian Kirk, or whatever, think what you will about him. Chandler Jones, Chase Edmonds, Jordan Hicks, Jordan Phillips, every Jordan out there. They didn't really add anyone of note in the free agency. They did re-sign James Conner, Zach Ertz, A.J. Green, Colt McCoy. Um, you know, they have this Dennis Gardeck at seven sacks in 2020 and then had nothing. You know, Buda Baker's a very physical safety. They have some good players on defense. Their draft was weird. They take Trey McBride with the second-round pick. Obviously, like I said, they don't have a first-round pick after Marquise Brown trade. They get this Trey McBride. They already have Zach Ertz and Max Williams, who I think is out for the first few weeks. But that was an odd choice uh, in the second round. They have the second toughest strength of schedule opening with Kansas City at Las Vegas, the Rams, and at Carolina. That is really tough. They're at three are New England, Philly, and at Minnesota. Um, one of the least advantageous rest to short rest schedules out there. I have them eight and nine. I'm going on there. Harry, you have a better sense of this. You're sniffing Cliff Kingsbury's trash um, weekly. What do you think? Yeah, I'm on the under as well. A lot of ton, a lot of pressure on uh, Murray. Heading into his fourth year, he got his contract, you mentioned, um, but they're going to be without Hopkins. Uh, second year wide receiver Rondell Moore had just one touchdown. 
AJ Green is now 34 years old. Uh, somebody's going to have to help out Hollywood Brown. Uh, I don't love this receiving core, obviously. On defense, uh, Jordan Hicks, second leading tackler, is gone. Um, yeah, you mentioned, Sal, the first three three games, three, four games of the season. First three games of the season, all versus playoff teams. And then when we hit November to December, where the Cardinals typically slide, they have a stretch at the end of the second, third part of the season. Uh, uh, Rams, San Fran, Chargers, New England, Denver, and Tampa Bay. Yeah, that is tough. just a killer schedule right there. And with an average offense, average defense, below average coach in Kingsbury, I rate the Cardinals with seven wins. All right. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people like them under, including myself. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing here. Um, I will say the good thing about them is they have Seattle on the division, right? So they're probably not going to lose two to Seattle. Why did Pete Carroll not retire? Farley kid. What did he do? Why did he stick around? I don't understand. Wow. He just loves, he's a football lifer, man. He loves it. And, um, well, he loves, he looks, probably loves he looks the Seattle pretty, area. Yeah, I'm, he, he I'm looks not great there. To move. Looks he great. Stay there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I hear you though. I agree. 13th year. And I think he's going to have 13 losses this year. I have them at four and 13, five and a half is the over under. I don't like anything they did. Obviously, they traded Russ for Drew Locke, Noah Fan, Shelby Harris. Chris Carson retired. Two of their three sack leaders from last year are gone. Um, they signed the guy from the Chargers for $20 million. Nuosa, the linebacker, a defensive tackle. Uh, Brian, I took off your team, Quentin Jefferson. They gave him like $10 million for two years. They re-signed Quandre Diggs. He's solid at safety. And Will Disley, Diggs and Jamal Adams are one of the best safety combos. I'll give him that. But they lose Bobby Wagner, DJ Reed, Gerald Everett. Although Fant is probably an upgrade there. Dwayne Brown, Carlos Dunlap. Uh, they got Charles Cross, the offensive tackle. I mean, I guess load up on offensive tackles if Drew Locke is your quarterback there. Uh, he's from Mississippi State. He's a really good pass blocker coming in. They open versus Denver on Monday night. That's fun. At San Francisco, home against Atlanta. Their three added are Jets, Giants, and at Detroit. Not terrible. Then they play Tampa in Germany in the middle of November. They're the most traveled team, 930,000 miles. Is that right? 930 or 93,000? No, it's got to be 93,000. 93,000 miles. I think I added it. Or maybe I added the nine. Well, we got to, this is like Price is Right. I'm not sure which number is wrong. But after Munich, Vegas, Rams, 49ers, Chiefs, Carolina, three of the last four are tough on their schedule. I got them four and 13, brother Bry, under. Yeah, I got them under too. I, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how Geno Smith or Locke ended up being the quarterback. You know, I wish they traded Metcalf or Lockett to a contender, right? That would have been fun. Mm -hmm. I, I think it kind of sucks to waste these guys here. Um, but they do have some, they do have some pretty good skill guys, right? Well, I mean, when you look at their lineup, it's pretty good, but. You know, without Russell last year, when Russell, I will say when Russell was hurt last year or without Russell, this team was bad. Um, I, I, it's actually weird looked, to say that. Like I saw Metcalf's numbers were better with um, Metcalf was with a Gino little better. Smith. It was weird. Right. Right. It was We're a straight. little better. I, yeah. I will say this team actually at the end of the year with Wilson, they actually played pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, they were one of those teams. If they they ended seven they and were, ten, like, they in the playoffs, have. they yeah. would. Yeah, they, they could have been OK. Uh, this team's going to have to run the ball a ton, though. Uh, Penny was. Penny was very good at the end of the year, but not only do you have a crappy quarterback, you are starting two rookie tackles, right? Your right and left tackles yeah. as of right now with Cross and I think Lucas are, they're two rookies. So 
And then when you look at the schedule, right, it's I mean, you could find someone's in there when you look at, a, you know, Atlanta. I guess you have the Giants in Atlanta at home. Carolina at home. Yeah, Giants, Jets, Jets Detroit's a, a decent there's three. Four, there's like three, four yeah. of those games at home that they have, but you know, their road schedule is really tough. I mean, they could mm-hmm. they could easily lose almost every one of these games. Yeah, right? we didn't mention yeah. Kenneth Walker. Um, that could be a shining, you know, bright spot for uh, Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Right running there. back, I, I will say, yeah, running back. Yeah, Walker could be good, and Penny was excellent. Penny at the end of the year was excellent. So. Yeah. Uh, again, some good skill on this team. It's just I don't know what they were doing. Right. All right. So there you go. There's the West for the NFC, the last division we had to do. So if you put odds on a division, you have the Rams at plus 125, Arizona plus 175, San Francisco plus 350, Seattle 15 to 1. Wait a minute. Did I get that wrong? San Francisco. Yeah, San, Fr- San, San Francisco plus 175. is 175. Yeah. And uh, Arizona is plus 350, Seattle 15 to 1. Uh, clean sweep for the Rams. All this 49ers talk, we all ended up taking the Rams, Parley kid. Again, it comes down to the quarterback situation. Uh, is you know, Trey Lance going to make that huge leap this year? Um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, what we saw of him last year is, uh, you know, wasn't much. So mm-hmm. uh, I can't put that type of faith in him just yet. He needs a year under his belt before – uh, I think they could overtake the Rams. That's for sure. There you go. All right, Harry, you got anything to add? I mean, uh, we like the Rams. I think by the slightest of margins, I do think they, they win by a game. It's 11 and six versus 10 and seven over at San Francisco. Yeah, I, I agree with Parley kid. What he said earlier too, I think Cam Akers, it's going to have a big season, um, a rebirth for Allen Robinson. I've said that in past pods. Uh, now that he has a solid quarterback where he's never had that in Jacksonville or Chicago, Van Jefferson, Third season, he had 800 yards, six touchdowns, along with Cooper Cup. That's a great, that's a great tri- trifecta of receivers. And we mentioned Bobby Wagner also. I love that pickup by them. Uh, Ten years in the league, a hundred tackles every single year, which includes how mm-hmm. you mentioned 170 last year, his most ever. Yeah, maybe that's something we should go over next week. Like uh, second string, not second string, but second best receivers. Which second best receiver will have a better season? than the best. I think uh, your team, Brother Bry, Renfro, potentially over Adams. Who knows? You know, not counting injuries. Harry, that would be a long shot pick, though, for uh, Robinson over Cup because Cup's so productive, but could be fun. Could be something fun we could do. Hey, I'll tell you what's fun. He's out of the fifth inning, Parlay Kid. He gave up two hits there, fought out of a jam, uh, three nothing Mets. Mid, 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 how many, how many pitches? How many pitches? He's uh, doing all right. I mean, 68, so he could be gone. That could be it for him. I don't have the uh, volume on now, but I think he gets two more innings. Who knows? Let's see what happens. Yeah, let's go. Minutes. Start stretching him out. Give him let's two more go. innings, for God's sakes. Um, so 3 nothing Mets. There you go. That's a lot of run support for uh, Jacob DeGrom. I hope he appreciates it. All right. Uh, miscellaneous <laughs> NFC West prop. Um, Harry, start us off. I, you, you love these. I, I, I hate this. this I do. Is so, I, I don't get it. I took this one just to just to get you a little a little, a little piss <laughs> you, you but I do like these. Aren't these Try winning. These are I, I, I won on this. I think fun. the last the last one or two times I did this when we did this last year, I, I hit on these. But week yeah, eight, uh, I mean, you got to watch no, out. I, like the, I think I had the Giants like week six or something like that. Um, yeah, like you did have the Giants, right, bro? You did. Yeah, you did. That was the game. Yeah, um, yeah. Thought that was week four, maybe. No. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. All right, so you have Seattle to take to the first win, take the week eight, right? Week eight versus the Giants at thirty-four <laughs> to one. Now, before I get into the Seattle situation here, I'm going to say New York. 
New York situation is week seven, they play Jacksonville. Then week eight, Seattle. Then a bye week. And then Houston, Detroit. So they've got a, that's the best stretch the Giants can do this at the season in terms of possible wins. I like so it. So maybe Good. they get the Jacksonville win. <laughs> maybe they get the Detroit win. One of those games is going to be a loss. So I will say this. Oh. Russell Wilson Bowl in week one. Start that maybe they play really tough. They really try to win that. You don't Seattle, have to go through all for, the teams are going to be on the I know, dogs I know. Against. I'm just you saying they oh, put you forth really a good don't have effort. To do this. All right. Okay. Well, I'm just saying they put forth a good effort. Yeah. Then in week two, <laughs> they have let down against Sam They're Fran. They're an underdog there. And, right. Yeah. And then, it, yeah. And in week seven for them starts a real <laughs> tough stretch at the Chargers. Then you have Giants, Arizona, Tampa Bay, Las Vegas, Rams. The only chance in that area would be the Giants game. They get them at home. And like I said, why not home against Atlanta week three? What's wrong with that? That'll be a I know. I, 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 they can lose that. Did you mention they that? could definitely win that. They could win Atlanta week three. They could win Detroit week four. Right. I just don't think it happens. I okay. think it happens to week eight because the Seattle, the, the oh. Seattle offense is going to be poor. All right. Right. This is more reasonable. I think, I don't know. I mean, if he wins, you're in good shape anyway, with Seahawks worst record plus yeah, seven fifty. Yeah. I already have the bears at worst record. I know you, yeah, yeah, I know you like the Bears, but yeah, I like the CX of plus 750 um, because the one thing is like if, if this was the NBA, mm-hmm. you would say this is the perfect tank team, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of they have other pieces there, right? They You have two pretty good young tackles. You have some great skill guys. It's not the this NBA, a, Bri. Damn it. I know. It's not. The, it's not the. <laughs> I mean, I know it's not the NBA, but if things go sour early. Yeah. It could kind of become the NBA, right? Like maybe some guys Brian, start not playing Brian, the, as much. Uh, but, you know, this is a team that desperately, if, if they wanted a quarterback, they could have taken a quarterback this year. Um, next year's quarterback class is maybe a little bit, you know, is probably a little bit better up at the top of it. So I think it makes sense for them to get mm-hmm. uh, one of those top three picks in the draft. So uh, it just made sense when you look, again, you look at their schedule. They do have sure. a couple winnable home games but like you said if you're taking them if you're taking them to win four games then why not oh, take a right chance here at worst yeah, I might take plus them too. i mean the, the bears are eight to one and seattle's what 850 why not take both Se- 750 750 seattle yeah. Se- seattle was last in the nfl last year in time of possession with russell wilson what are they going to be with Locke? yeah or geno smith I don't know. I, part of me thinks. Part score? of me thinks maybe I give Pete Carroll too much credit, but that was a lousy team last year, and they won seven games. So I, I just that that's what's that's what's prevented me from uh, pulling the trigger on it. Babyface, did I miss it? He, he gave us. A, I'm just saying. It was. It. Harry gave us. We, I'm just oh saying. My God, we almost went the whole show, but we did. We did just have one. Uh, oh, I'm. What did I? How did I uh, prompt it? Uh, so I know not to stay away next time. <laughs> what did I say? He was talking about the uh, the schedule with the uh, with the Giants, but. Yeah. No, I said oh. the Falcon. Was it the Falcons when I said, "Oh, they could still lose to the Falcons week three at home," and then he said, "I'm just saying." Exactly. So that makes sense. Yeah, okay. I got to trademark that because or else I'm being, I should have done it with TB to TB when I called that. You really did. Yeah, <laughs> that was you. You were just saying, but you were just saying there too. So I'm not sure what's what. Um, all right. Uh, so was, all right, Polly Kid, you. Now we've done this for a lot of the divisions. We talked about this on extra points. Um, Rams 49ers top two in any order. You could do this for probably four or five divisions and uh, and walk away with money on, on the obvious choices. You like this at plus 125. Yeah, Rams 49ers top two any order. So it gives me a little leeway here, even though I do like the Rams to win the division. But it does give me a little a wiggle room here in case Trey, Trey Lance is mm-hmm. better than I'm thinking he's going to be. 
we know Seattle's probably the worst team in this division. Uh, so the only thing that would surprise me here is if Arizona came in second and the 49ers came in third. I don't think that's possible. 49ers, one thing about them is they are a physical football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with Trey Lance, I think they'll be even more physical. Uh, and uh, they beat you up. They play uh, a hard brand of football. I think that's why they give the Rams such fits right. because they are so physical. So uh, like you like you were saying, I do think they get to about 10 wins. Um, so, But I think the Rams are still better. But uh, exact order at plus 125 here, uh, just uh, any order, top two, uh, Rams, 49 Any so, order. Like, yeah, Rams, San Francisco. Any order. Any order. The box any order. There. Yeah, yes. and especially, look, this comes down to how bad you think Arizona will be, right? If you think they're a six-win team, seven-win team, not competing for a playoff spot, this Rams 49ers top two any order is a, a gold mine, I think. So I like gold that. Gold mine. Brian, I should have jumped in when you were talking about it, when Harry went through um, every the last three years of Seahawks schedule. Um, I like under four and a half wins <laughs> at plus 190. Uh, I don't know. Now, could they could they have under four and a half and not have the worst record? I guess they could, right? Everybody with the worst record usually is like three and 14, right? Or three and 13 when yeah. they played 16 games. But I got a little bit of wiggle room there. If like Chicago wins three and Seattle wins four, I like that plus 190. All right. We did it, guys. Holy crap. Nice. Good job by all of us. Woo. Uh, beautiful. Thank God. Thank God. And, and now we need some wings. Forward. Start the games need, already. Need Start some the wings. Games. We need some wings. We need some pizza flavored wings. We got to go to Buffalo Wild Wings, get it all done. But before we do that, you guys give us your sharp tank picks. This is going into the weekend. Actually, it's week zero in college football, Northwestern Nebraska. I mentioned I have these Mets, these Thursday night Met game uh, with Nebraska. Uh, There you go. It's being played in Dublin, but it'll kick off Saturday morning here on the West Coast. Uh, But uh, I don't know if either of you guys are jumping on that. You're going uh, sharp tank. You're going WNBA, Bri? Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. I mean, you could tell me no. Um because we didn't talk about it, right? So right now we're in the semifinals of the WNBA. I, I want to take the storm to win it all. Yeah. I mean, we still have we still have three weeks left, but um I, I this is the only time we're gonna get the opportunity to take it. And I, I thought Storm to win the whole thing at plus four forty is still good value. I mean, they've been about five to one the whole year. Mm-hmm. I get it. Uh they play the Aces who have been the best team. They beat them three out of four. But if you have watched the storm, they are they're clicking at the right time. This kind of looks like the team they had a few years ago. They have, I mean, five, four phenomenal players on the court pretty much at all time. They have, uh, it's funny, they have this girl, Gabby Williams, who I saw play at UConn uh, live, who has actually turned out to be a really good player for them. Uh, but I think, you know, they're just kind of hitting their strides right now. So I think, you know, even that last game of the season, uh, they didn't need to play hard against Vegas. They almost won that game. It almost cost me a ton of money mm-hmm. uh, for a game they did not need and Vegas needed. So, I, you know, I could take the Storm to win the series of plus 200. I could take them to cover this game, but I'd really like to take them to win this uh, the championship again at plus four. So there's four teams left. They have to beat the Aces four. here. They're a five-and-a-half-point yeah, favorite this, the this weekend. Ma- yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. But plus 440. All I'm right. sorry. This is wild. No, but- don't be sorry. Uh, let, let's just win. I, I don't have to pick this one. I can pick one of Harry's or, uh, or Parley kid. Harry, what do you got? I really like this one. How about the New Mexico state Nevada game to go under 49 and a half? Oh, good Lord. Now 
Uh, The Aggies were a pass-happy team. They hired Jerry Kill. He's a ground-and-pound rushing type of coach, plus not a lot of experience at the quarterback position for the Aggies, Uh, plus their their leading rusher and their second leading receiver from last year have transferred one the rusher to Syracuse, receiver to Nebraska. Meanwhile, at Nevada, quarterback Carson Strong, 36 touchdowns, 4,200 yards. He's with the Eagles now, and not the top two, not the top three, but the top five receivers, top five for the receivers for the Wolfpack last year are gone, including wide receiver Romeo Dobbs, who I guess is going to be like Aaron Rodgers, number two receiver at Green Bay. Their mm-hmm. tight end, Cole Turner, 10 touchdowns. He's with the Commanders. And then the third and fourth guys transferred to Colorado State, and their fifth best receiver went to San Jose State. So a total wipeout there for Nevada. They're going to be bad. I don't know how, how they're going to score points. New Mexico State, like I said, likes to run the ball under 49 and a half. Uh, all right. What's less spicy than pizza? <laughs> uh, I don't know. All right. All right. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Parlay kid. Let me hear it. I think you have the I'm same t- game though, right? Uh, yeah. Well, look, I'm taking a, uh, you know, this is underwhelming college football slate this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, but a good team, uh, Utah state 11 and three last year, the Aggies uh, mm-hmm. are taking on uh, the Yukon Huskies at home, meaning the Aggies are home here who are one of the worst college football teams and predicted once again to be among uh, the bottom dwellers in the NCAA here this year. Uh, Their one lone win last year was against Yale. Uh, So uh, this team is just very uh, super underwhelming. The Aggies are a good football team. Quarterback Logan Bonner, 36 touchdown passes last year, returns. They were 32nd on offense in the country last year overall, 48th on defense overall in the country. Pretty good numbers from this Utah State Aggies football team. Utah going across country to play them. Uh, uh, Sorry, the UConn going across to Utah to play. I'll take Utah State minus the 26 and a half points. I know we're laying a lot here, but UConn Mm. is a very, very poor football team. Utah State's very good. They can score with the best of them, Sal. Interesting. All right. What were those touchdowns in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? Yeah, no kidding. Good point. Yeah, and from anybody. <laughs> well, they, they better they better beat UConn this or week because they, they got to go to Alabama next week, the week after. So I'll tell they you what. T.J. Hushmanzada almost beat the shit out of everybody in that sweep because uh, because Oregon State couldn't get their act together. But yeah, I no did point. too because I, I jumped on Harry's <laughs> yeah, bet a lot of money over that time. Oh, Harry, um, good football team though. You saw them win, Harry. You yeah. saw them win. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna go with Harry, and then when this loses, I need him to shut up for a few weeks about these obscure unders as sharp tank picks. <laughs> All right, forty nine and a half, Nevada, uh, New Mexico State under forty nine and a half. That'll be our thing. That's uh, my sharp tank pick. I'm leading on, and guys, you should feel proud. We gave uh, the people, we did quite a service here, going through hmm. all these uh, divisions and all these teams. And what are we going to do next okay. week? We're going to go over uh, player props. We still have like MVP to give out, all the uh, awards, right? I mean, we could do um, most passing yards, most rushing yards. If you want to hear something special, write in cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. There's odds on everything. But I got to say, I think like just going through the, you know this last week, the way to do it at plus money for most in most cases is to take the the top two in every division any order, it. right? Not, not any team, but you know. Seems that way. I mean, look, we did it. Tampa, it should be Tampa, New Orleans. It should be Rams and the Niners. Uh, it should be Packers and Vikings. Cowboys, it should Eagles. Be Cowboys, Eagles. Even without, like, all right, maybe the Cowboys are in second place at seven and ten, right? 
who knows? Uh, the AFC West is tougher to do. Um, the AFC South, you don't get as big a payback, but a Tennessee Colts, any order probably is a winner. Uh, yep. We thought the same, right, for Baltimore, Cincinnati in the AFC yep. North. And then I think the, the AFC East is tougher um, with, you know, Buffalo, yeah, Miami, oh, with Miami and New England. Miami Pats. Yeah, it's tough. Right. Figure Dallas, out. Dallas, Philly. If you could parlay Dallas, parlay, if you could parlay Dallas, Philly with Minnesota, Green Bay. How does that how does that lose? Well, I don't know. We're losing two <laughs> offensive right? linemen. How does week, that lose? So maybe that's it. What is this? Dallas baby Philly face? was plus one ten. Washington wow. at Buffalo. I, I just really thought Harry might go back and pick against the Ravens this week. I'm. I'm oh yeah, what's the matter, Harry? You're not touching that. <laughs> I got burned. I got burned. <laughs> Where is uh? What are they favored by? I didn't even see. Hold on. Is that Saturday or Sunday? That's a Saturday game. Um, oh my god. Six and a this half. Is where nobody plays though, right? So I, I'm not. I'm Six. Low and, off no, the, there's uh, still another one though, right? No, there's still another game, isn't there? After this week. I thought there was one more. There's got to be, right? This is yeah, a, this two this, weeks from today. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Ravens are six and a half point favorite, but minus 280. That, people are pounding that money line. Shit, I should have that on there. Scheffler and the Ravens. All right, do it, everybody. Uh, that'll do it for an ep- another episode of Against All Odds for Spaghetti and Meatballs for Babyface Joel Solomon, the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.